Patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. So what I what I did is, you know, at some point I started realizing like I can put in these, you know, these sextuplets and make it sound essentially kind of faster than it is. Polyrhythms, polymeters, what are they? How are they related? How are they different? Let's take a look. Before I set up anything in a session, I try to find out, hey, what's the first song we're going to do? Can we go listen to it? Is there some kind of demo? And then, because I hate I hate just like throwing up like any old symbols and snare drum and whatever, um, building a kit and then going to listen to the song, you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't use half the stuff that's up here. The way to be successful at something is you have to be so passionate about it that time disappears. You do not care. You are just in it. You can't wait to wake up because you get to start again. When you go to sleep, you hope that you dream about it. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about passion. I, I really feel like that's a really under-emphasized part of being a drummer, is getting sound. What happens is you're moving the accents everywhere possible in a measure of 4-4, four, four, a measure of 3-4, and a measure of 5-4. You break it down, you know, sometimes you'll do threes in each hand or whatever, but it's a, it's a combination of just those two things and throwing in a single kick drum or a double kick drum, and now you have these odd phrases you Hey everybody, Rich here. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast. I recently released a blog called 11 Gigs, a recording session, a rehearsal, some video filming, and the Chicago Drum Show all in seven days. It's kind of an overview of a crazy week, just to kind of give you some insight into... That's not quite a typical week for me. That was a, that was a bit heavy. That was a bit much. But um, anyway... I've got a new blog over at richstitzelmusic.com, and so you can read some of the blog there. And uh, this podcast will actually be in the blog as well. So you can listen to this podcast today, and you can also go see it on the blog and read and see a video. So what I'm going to do is play you an audio um, stripped from a video that I made recently. It's very interesting. I was at the Chicago Drum Show, and I've also done this with some other people, but most recently I was at the Chicago Drum Show, and it was a huge success. It was really awesome. We had a booth, a drum mantra booth, and it was nonstop uh, talking to people about the books, about the upcoming 3030 course, which I'm so excited about. I'm almost ready to uh, release that. I have two more videos to shoot, and I'll talk about that in a second because I've been quite challenged by them. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about that in a bit. Um, but the interesting thing, I love showing this exercise to people. It's a very simple exercise when you think about it and talk about it and even look at it. But when you do it, some interesting things happen to your mind and uh, your coordination. So um, I'm going to play that video in its entirety here on the podcast, so it's like a little mini drum lesson right here on the podcast, so if you're driving or commuting or whatever, you can have a drum lesson while you do that. Um, so that'll come up in just a second, and I'm going to talk about the 3030 real quick because it's just been an amazing experience for me creating the 3030 and having these test pilots from all around the world doing the uh, exercises 
and being challenged by them. And as they were doing the exercises based on audio files that I was providing for them, I was in the process of actually filming all the exercises myself. There are 125 exercises in the 3030. And if you don't know anything about the 3030, I've been starting to talk about it a little bit on social media and Trust me, you're going to see a lot about it coming up here in in the next month. But uh, it's 30 30 minute long lessons. So when you sign up for the course, your commitment is kind of practicing for 30 minutes a day. And every single day for 30 days, you get a 30 minute lesson from me. It's basically a practice session um, taking you through almost the entirety of my first book, The Foundational Series. Things start off at a very, you know, comfortable, accessible tempo with nice, easy stickings. And 30 days later, it gets pretty intense. In fact, it gets so intense that um, day 30, I've been trying to complete the filming. There's one exercise in day 30 that I try to film every day. It's about 14 minutes long. In fact, I can tell you exactly how long it is. Um, It's 14 minutes and 27 seconds long without stopping. It's a very long and complex um, passage of coordination exercises. And it's crazy. I will get to the 12th minute and my mind will check out and my hands will mess up. And I start over. And after doing it, after trying it about three or four times a day and getting to that point. So, you know, spending uh, close to a good hour on it, I have to be done because then I I have no idea where I am because there's a lot of, there's a lot of repetition and there's really a lot of, uh, it really requires a lot of attention to get through it. So that one has been quite challenging for me and I love it because I get, I get a little closer every day. Um, And then the other one is day 29 it's a 37-minute long exercise without stopping. It goes through all accent permutations and pulse permutations in 5-4 time. It is a beast. It is one of the, what I call, one of the uh, meditations. It's long. There's a lot of repetition. It's building a ton of muscle memory. And uh, it, the, the coordination is not really the challenge so much as it is the concentration again, really keeping your place on where you are. Um, it's, it's difficult. So I've been, I've been f- trying to get those final two out of the 125 video shot probably for two weeks now. Every day I, I give them both uh, a pretty good effort and... I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I, I think that maybe I definitely know that it's less physical, less coordination, and more mental. And a huge part of the 30-30 is training your mind to be able to concentrate for long periods of time because it's so important. Um, like last night, I played a five-and-a-half-hour gig, and almost four of those hours were, were what are called continuous, which means you don't stop playing at all for that amount of time and you really have to have physical stamina but also mental stamina the ability to concentrate the ability to the band last night was 15 pieces i think it was let's see i'll just go through it um trombone trumpet saxophone 
three violins, two guitars, bass, percussion, keyboards, DJ, three dedicated singers, two rappers, and drums. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 12, 13, 14, 17 musicians, you know, five crew, huge, huge operation, and um, I'm counting everything off. I'm, it's fun. I love, I love, you know, driving the bus with that many people on it. It's a huge uh, challenge and a, and, a, and a lot of fun to do, but it really requires a lot of mental awareness of every single person on stage, making sure everyone knows what's going on. Um, anyway, it's a super kind of high-level um, group that does kind of high-level um, private events in Chicago. Anyway, um, the 3030 is a training for your muscle memory, a training for your concentration. It helps with your coordination. It helps with your uh, concepts of phrasing and also your knowledge of polymeters in, in uh, different time signatures. So it's a great course. It's not a beginner's course. I did not want to make a course for beginning drummers. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, I don't think a beginning drummer should have the best drum set that you can own. And I think that there should be some lesson material out there that is designed for drummers who have been playing for a while, who who know what's going on, you know, professional drummers or or uh, college music majors or extremely serious, hardworking high school students. But um, like I said, I practice this stuff, I wrote this stuff, and I'm still challenged with it. And I'm not challenged, it's not challenging for challenging's sake, it is challenging because it's new material, it's material that kind of pushes the boundaries. I mean, playing groupings of fives, on your hands while playing melodies in your foot, that's that's tricky. It's new, but I think it's it's very uh, effective in helping with a lot of aspects of your live playing. So the course definitely has a focus and a point to it, and it will make you work. And again, like I said, it's not it's not a beginner's course. It's definitely an upper level, intermediate to advanced players kind of course. Um, so that's the story of me working on the material, but I'm going to now play you this exercise that I, at the drum show, I showed this exercise to a lot of people and at least 90% of the drummers, and this was all walks like weekend warriors to professional players, to students, to, to educators, 90% of the people that tried this could not do it. And it's very like I said, when you look at it, it's very simple. When you when you think about it, when you talk about it, it's a very simple concept. But it's not something that we do very often, uh, unless you unless you mean to practice this particular thing. It will throw you for a loop. And anytime I find something that's simple, that seems like it should be common knowledge, and people cannot do it, it's a big red flag for me. And I think, okay, this is something that needs to be amended. I think drummers should understand this concept. I think they should be able to do this. It will improve your playing. It will improve your uh, ability to understand um, a little bit deeper rhythmic knowledge and phrasing. So without further ado, I'm just going to play this uh, this video for you. And like I said, it's also available 
to the videos available to watch at my pod at my um uh, uh, at my blog on richstitzelmusic.com. So you can go over to richstitzelmusic.com and just search for a, a, a button that says Rich's Blog, and it'll be right there. Okay, here you go. The 90% of drummers can't do this exercise. Hey everybody, Rich Stitzel here. I want to show you a fun little exercise that's kind of been tripping some drummers up. In fact, about 90% of the people I show this to have a couple challenges with it right off the bat. Now there are two aspects to the challenge. One is coordination, but it's not that difficult of a coordination challenge and, and most people can start to understand the coordination pretty quickly. The thing that's a little deeper with the challenge is what I call rhythmic perception. And what's happening is we're playing an exercise and then we're gonna do one little tweak to the exercise and all of a sudden the mind is going to think that we're in a new time signature. Uh, it could be true, it could not be true. It's the perception that's that we're dealing with. And sometimes when our mind shifts us into another understanding, it throws us off. It makes us not know where we are. So this is a great exercise to start to work and develop a stronger rhythmic perception and also some coordination. So here's how the exercise works. It's in three, four time. One, two, three, one, two, three and we're dealing with a three to four polymetric relationship. Now what that means is we're gonna be playing four, groupings of four sixteenth notes along with groupings of three sixteenth notes. So these things are gonna cycle around and meet each other every three beats. The foot is gonna be playing the groupings of four sixteenth notes just as a quarter note pulse. One E and a two E and a three E and a one E and a two E and a three E and a. And the hands are going to be playing groupings of threes. One, two, three, 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 one, two, three. But we're gonna count like this. One E and a two E and a three E and a one E and a two E and a three E and a one. Just so we're staying in three, four time. So together those both sound like this. Ready? Go. One, two, three, one, two, three, one E and a two E and a three E and a one E and a two E and a three. This is a very basic coordination pattern that we learn early on. It's the three to four polymetric relationship. Two, three, one e and a two e and a three e and a one. Okay, that's a pretty doable exercise in itself, and I think that with a little bit of work, your coordination will be able to handle that. Okay, now's when it gets tricky. So I'm going to take you through the process of the exercise because there's 12 more measures in the exercise. And then we're going to talk about what happens with your perception when we move things around a little bit. Okay, here's the structure of the exercise. The hands never change. Duck it, duck it, duck it, duck it, Always playing accents every three beats. Always in three, four time. The foot is going to play four measures of quarter notes on the downbeat. Four measures of, we're going to shift to the E's, and now the bass drum is going to be playing on the E's. One E and a, two E and a, three E and a. And then it goes to the ands, and then it goes to the us. So let's just hear what it sounds like to do the bass drum by itself with a click. One, two, three, ready, and go. One E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a, one E 
and a two, and a three, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a one, and two, and a three, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a one, and a two, and a three, and a two, and a three, and a one. That's hard. So now I'm going to do it without counting. So we're just going to hear the bass drum pulse. Join me on this. Make sure you're doing this with me. Here we go. Four measures of each. Downbeats, E's, ands, and us. One, two, three. Ready and go. Okay, that's an important part to get happening. So make sure that you understand what the downbeat is. Make sure you understand what the E is, the and, and the uh, and be able to count four measures of each one. Super important. That's important, no matter what. Okay, now we're going to put it together. So we're going to keep the threes up here and, and move through the 16 measures of permutations with the bass drum. We'll do it with the click. One time through. One, two, Three, ready, and go. Okay, so that's what that sounds like. The click may have kept you in place. The click may have started to sound pretty abstract, depending on where your attention was. And it's not your conscious attention even, it's your subconscious attention. It's the subliminal stuff that your brain is doing to try to make sense of what's happening. So who knows what was happening in your own mind, but your rhythmic perception was definitely doing something where you were tracking the foot and the click started sounding unrelated or maybe you stayed with the click and the foot started to sound unrelated and then you have this swirling thing of threes over here so who knows where your mind is at and as a listener it's even different than as a practitioner so when you're actually doing the exercise it's even different than just listening to it I'm gonna play it now with no clicks so you don't have any any um, downbeat information okay so we're just gonna travel through four measures of each of these permutations and just kind of listen and see how this goes for you as a listener. One, two, three, ready, and go.
Okay, so that's the exercise, and I don't know how you responded to it orally, but what's going on rhythmic perception-wise is the mind is pretty comfortable being in 3-4 on the first one. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, because the downbeat is happening with that first accent. We're establishing that we're in 3-4. We know we're in 3-4 going into it, so we're, we're good. When the bass drum moves to the E, our mind wants to hear the big pulse. We like downbeats. Our culture likes downbeats. Humanity likes downbeats. Unless you've done a lot of study with big accents on E's and U's, your mind is going to go, I need that to be a downbeat. So when we move the bass drum to an E, it's going to start searching. The mind is going to start searching for something to line that up with that, that falls together. And, the, and, the, and you're going to go, okay, I understand now. Here's the pulse. Now, if we look at this three-note grouping, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a. One E and a, two E and a, three E and a. The fourth accent of that little pattern that I just played is the E. One E and a, two E and a, three E and a. One, two, three, four. Because the bass drum hits with that note, our mind is going to say, I'm in 12-8 time, and we're accenting beat four. Check it out. Ready? Go. But all we did was move the bass drum over one eighth note, one sixteenth note. Now we're going to move it over another sixteenth note, and here we are on the ands. Your mind may hear that in three four if you're used to hearing ands. It may hear it in a in a um, in three four, but moved over an eighth note. You'll have to figure that out for yourself on however it is that you perceive it. And then the final one, the uh, sounds like this. Uh, sorry, ready, go. Back to this 12-8 concept with an accent happening on beat two. So that's the exercise. Let's do it two times through this time, and I want you to join me. Uh, we're going to play, it's a 16 measure long phrase, we're going to play it twice with the click. So get your sticks and pad, or sit down at the drum set, make sure you can hear what's going on. And here we go. One, two, three, ready, and go.
All right, so that's the exercise. Uh, I don't know how you did with it, but you know how you did with it. Hopefully, you, hopefully it's intriguing or hopefully there's something in it that makes you go, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. Um, if this is interesting to you, if it's challenging for you, I really invite you to check out my book, The Foundational Series. This is in there. It's one of the many, many exercises in that book. And if you really want to go deeper than that, I have a new course called the Drum Mantra 3030. And this is just one of 125 exercises in that course. The Drum Mantra 3030 is 125 exercises broken into 30 30 minute long lessons. You get a lesson every single day that you practice along with. We're trying to develop the habit of practice. We're trying to develop the habit of learning uh, a discipline. And this particular exercise is about one-third of the way through the course so we build up to it and then we go way beyond it so this is if this is something that interests you I highly recommend checking the drum mantra 3030 out or the foundational series book out you can always write me at rich Ditzel music on Instagram rich Ditzel music on Facebook uh, you can see my videos on drum mantra uh, drum mantra on YouTube and also YouTube rich Stitzel. all right good luck Ask me any questions you'd like. I look forward to talking to you. Take care. All right, there it was. The 3-4 Polymetric Relationship and Rhythmic Perception Challenge. It's very interesting. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. Um, if you're able to try it and want to comment, please do. Um, if you have any questions, I think I mentioned this in the video, but you can always reach me at Rich Stitzel Music on Instagram or Drum Mantra on Instagram or also uh, Rich Stitzel Music at Facebook. And you can also write me through the website Rich Stitzel Music. Take care, everybody. Happy practicing, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.